What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. to the Do Your Crap podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom. And today we have an incredible guest with us joining Dr. Libby Adams. She's a speaker and author, and she is a transformation strategist. She uses her over 30 years of experience in education, leadership, and personal growth to help hundreds of high achievers transform their lives from the inside out, reaching their goals in record time. Y'all, this is one you'll want to be fully engaged with. If you're driving, listen in, but you might want to come back to it because we do a really cool exercise that you won't want to miss in order to get the full experience. So dig in, get your notebooks ready, and I'll turn it over to our conversation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Libby, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Mike. I'm very excited to be here to talk about some stuff. It's going to be so good, some stuff. So before we dig into all the meat, tell us who you are. What's your story? How did you get into all this work? You know, it all goes back, Micah, to 1974. When I took my first transformational training, this like that goes back a lot of years. I took this training called the EST training. And that was the precursor. That was the granddaddy that Landmark spun out of. And uh, it was rough. It's like, you know, you couldn't go to the bathroom and it like, has a reputation for being rough. And I hated it. Oh, and geez. I said, man, there must be a better way. <laughs> and it took me 25 years, but I did create a better way for people. I love it. 
kinder and gentler method of transformation. I was teaching school at the time. And um, I originally was going to go into psychology, but after I took my first psychology course, and it, it just happened to be abnormal psychology, and we went to a, well, what would you call that, like an institution where people mm. were institutionalized, and I took one look at that, and I'm like, oh, I'm done with this major, and I switched to education. So I taught school for nine years, and it just so happened that my mother was the district psychologist at the school where I taught. So she was interested in all kinds of things. And so she would send me to different trainings and then I'd come back and report, right? Including that S training, I'd give her a report <laughs> and she'd pay for them and, and all that stuff. But what's interesting is I left teaching like a lot of people do <laughs> in, in 1980 and I was doing some various different things. I did real estate and some stuff. But in 1989, I took a job as a fundraiser for a school for hearing impaired kids. But the problem is I had a fear of asking people for money. Mm, as so many people do. <laughs> Not good in a fundraiser though. Uh, right? A professional fundraiser and these, these parents were paying $40,000 a year. Oh, wow. Five and six year old kids. This was like in the eighties, right? And so I really felt the pressure on my shoulders of like, man, they're counting on me and all this. So I go to this Tony Robbins, webinar no not webinar live seminar i go to this firewalk right and he's asking for a volunteer he says i need a volunteer for somebody who's normally motivated but there's this one thing that they're not motivated about and i'm like that's me right <laughs> and i see out of the i was sort of up toward the front but i see out of the corner of my eye somebody's running down the aisle and i'm like oh i see how this goes so i hop out of my seat i run up i slide onto the stage like you know like a wrestler going under the ropes <laughs> So I was a volunteer and he did this NLP technique. It probably took him five minutes. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. Because when he was done and I hopped off the stage, that fear was gone. The that's fear amazing. was gone. And in fact, the lady comes up, she jumps out of her seat and she gives me $20. She said, this is for the kids. And by dinner time, I had $600. And oh my gosh. back, you know, like a lot of transformational trainings they have everybody sharing on the mic and this happened and this happened is my story so i said at dinner people donated six hundred dollars and then tony says and i'll match anything anybody gives and so money starts coming down the aisle and you know it's like a frenzy of of cash coming my way and it ended up that i took seven thousand dollars back to that school oh, wow but what i learned at that event because the other thing that i didn't like about about psychology was at the time it's like you, you you got therapy and you can talk about it for 10 years I'm like oh no I don't want to do that right mm -hmm. but when I when I was a volunteer and I saw how quickly things could change I'm like I'm in sign me up I'm back and so I took his I staffed one of his date with destiny six times I staffed a firewalk I took his certification and then I took my NLP training because that's what he had studied. I studied with Jim Rohn because that's who he had studied. I was uh, with Deepak Chopra for a year. And, you know, so now it, it, these, this is a long story, Micah. No, I love it. <laughs> 1994, after being a year with Tony, a year with my NLP, a year with Deepak, I'm like, you know what? Ah, oh, heck, I could do this. So I started the International Academy for Self-Knowledge. I had all my training. So cool working with people from that point on and and that was 27 years ago 
and I'm still doing it. And you know what? I love talking about this stuff. I love I talk that. about the same stuff over and over again, but I love talking about it because it actually works, right? People get benefit about benefit from it and they change their lives. And like there's, there's the, that's the paycheck, right? That's the money. Yes. I love it so much. So you've been in, I mean, you've been in this work for over 30 years now. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, so my own work starting in what, like 50 years ago or something. I'm going to be 70 this Friday, Mike. I love it. And you're fire. Oh yeah. <gasps> Age is just a number. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, I love it so much. So you've obviously been on this transformation journey yourself, and now yeah. you get to just help so many people go through it themselves. So I was so intrigued by this idea of your, you call it your super conscience. Super conscious. Super yeah. conscious. Okay. I want to dig into that because that was something that I've like heard some stuff, but this is the way, this is a new way of hearing it. So what is that exactly? I know, Micah, it's very <laughs> exciting because, you know, everybody's here, the subconscious mind, we're going to reprogram the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is tired and we, <laughs> we need to elevate. So I'm going to explain the subconscious mind by talking about the word I. In other words, like people think when they say I, that they know who they're talking about, but there's not just one version of I, there's actually three different versions of I. And this is based on the idea of what Wayne Dyer talks about. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Well, already there, there's two eyes. There's your spiritual self. That's the super conscious mind. And then there's okay. your human self, but your human self is broken down into two. There's your conscious mind, you know, your conscious mind, I like to call the captain of the ship. I'm going to the store and I'm going to buy some peas and I'm going to come home and cook up some, I don't know what, right? Um, the captain of the ship, but then there's the subconscious mind. So the subconscious mind, you know, it runs your body. It's the imagination. It's like, if I said to you, all right, um, what does it say on your, this will be something for your audience. What does it say on your sweatshirt? Don't look. What does it say on your sweatshirt, Micah? Inspiration. Okay. <laughs> Inspiration on there, right? You didn't have to look because you're, it was stored in your memory, right? But when I asked you that, where was that information, you know, five seconds before I asked you, where was it? You weren't thinking about it. No. Where was it, Micah? Floating around? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was in your, I know, like usually people say, it was in the back of my head. I'm like, <laughs> I think that's where your ponytail is, Micah. <laughs> um, no, it's in the subconscious mind. So imagine all the stuff. Oh, so like, it's just storing Micah, it. It's all stored. Your subconscious mm -hmm. mind is like a, you know, big old self storage, right? You put a bunch of stuff in there and your subconscious mind doesn't discern should I store this or should I not? It stores everything. Okay. Kind of like if you back up your U-Haul to the self-storage and you want to put some gas cans in there full of gas and some matches not too far away, the, the, the unit, the garage isn't going to say, don't do that, Micah. Right. Now, the people who own the place, if they see you, that's a different story, but the, the storage shed itself isn't going to say peep, right? So that's the subconscious mind, big old storage thing. That's why it's a little bit overrated. Yeah. Now, so let's, let's back up 
we were talking about these three versions of you. So the first version of I is the super conscious mind. That is your spiritual self. However, okay. people have words for that, like my soul, my spirit, my higher self, my essence. It's like, we don't care what you call it, but you know, the dry, the, the psychological jargon is super conscious mind. Okay. And so that's the aspect of yourself that when you die, it leaves your body, right? I mean, that's what makes you dead. It leaves your body. And then we say, Micah kicked the bucket, right? <laughs> and so that's what the super conscious mind is, our spiritual aspect. And it's invisible. You can't see it, right? So there's the super conscious mind. And then there's the conscious mind. There's the subconscious mind. But the subconscious mind isn't a problem. It, in fact, it's, it, it has one big job. And that's to keep you alive. Your breathing, your blood circulating. Like, like if you said, Libby, I've stopped breathing. No, you said, Libby, my my heart stopped. And then I say, Micah, start it up. Could you? Could you just <laughs> start it? Start it. Get it going, Micah. Well, Would no. You know no. You don't know how. Consciously, you don't know how because it's a subconscious function, right? Oh, okay. So, Subconscious mind wants to keep you alive. It's very interested in your, um, in your survival. So okay. a lot of times people like they have a beef against the subconscious mind because some like bad programming like that's now we get into our next little topic, right? Into the negative programming, but I'm not done with the superconscious. I'm going to circle back around because that's how we're going to remediate this programming that's faulty. So I call them little eyes. So we got the super conscious mind, the big eye, the opposite is the little eye. And in between is the regular eye, which is the captain of the ship. I think I'll do this and I think I'll do my taxes, you know, and, and all this kind of stuff. So we got to talk about to, in order to understand the big eye, we have to talk about the little eye. So it's like little eye, what's that? It is a part, it's a subset that lives in the subconscious mind. It has to get stored in the subconscious mind because everything is stored in the subconscious mind. So remember we said the subconscious mind doesn't get to say, oh yeah, I want, I like, I like this programming. This makes me do my workouts, you know, and kick butt doing that. No, I don't want this program because this says, oh, I just want to eat potato chips and sit on the couch. It's like, no, everything gets stored. So the question is, how do we get these little eyes in the first place? That's the first question. And then the second will be, well, what are we going to do about it now that we have them? Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Let's say there was a little girl. She's in kindergarten. She's going to have her little school play. And she says to her mom, who's a single mom, she said, oh, I mean, can you come to my play on Friday? And the mom says, oh, no, I can't because I have to work, right? She's a single mom. So the little girl's like, okay, okay, mommy. But Friday comes around, she's in the wings waiting. And you know how kids are so optimistic. She's like, maybe my mommy will be there. Yes. So she looks out in the wings and she sees a bunch of parents and a bunch of moms. And she says, like with her five-year-old mind, all the mommies are here, but my mommy, my mommy doesn't love me. I'm a bad girl. And she starts making up stuff yeah. for herself and coming to these faulty conclusions that aren't true. So a little eye splits off in consciousness, right? So 
So the, the big eye is a high level of consciousness and the con the con your captain is at the medium and these little eyes are at like way below in consciousness. And so it feels like they're split. And I know you've heard people say, on the one hand, I know I'm lovable, but on the other hand, I just don't feel like, I just don't feel like yeah. anybody cares about me. And they even put their two hands out. Right. Because in it, they're like showing you with their body language, there's this split. Now that's the split between the big eye and the little eye. And by, by way of repetition, there's the school teacher in me. I didn't even say that I taught in the public schools for nine years. Did I? Nope. Nine oh, well, years. you said you taught, you just didn't go into detail. Nine years. So, <laughs> so you got to circle back around and say, going back to the big eye and the little eye, it's like, how did the little eyes get created? Okay, the super conscious mind is synonymous with the big eye. Okay, we could say super conscious mind, big eye, soul, spirit, higher self. So now we're making a case for the super conscious mind, right? And then in the little eye, the super conscious mind consists of everything that's true and beautiful and right and all those higher level things, right? However, because we're a human being, we can say stuff that's not true right because we can right we have free will we can say stuff so the little girl and we can come to faulty conclusions and all kinds of stuff but there's a consequence a part gets split off and then that's you know then that's that so these little eyes get created because a truth if you can see my hands just imagine one hand is out and there's the truth right and then I take my other hand, I'm trying to cram a lie into that hand. It's like, it's like oil and vinegar. It's like a truth and a lie cannot exist in the same space at the same time. So they split off and thus the two hands. Well, on the one hand, I feel this and on the other hand. And the other language people say, you know, a part of me knows this and that, but the other part, like, ah, doesn't really get it. Yeah. So people are saying it all the time with their language. I'm just going to pause for a second. I'm not done with this, Micah, but I just wanted to see if you, you wanted to pop in and say something. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is what I hear all the time. I know what I'm supposed to do, but for some reason I can't do it. I can't stay consistent. I can't whatever. So essentially like the subconscious, the little eyes are like driving the bus of their actions and they don't understand there. There's like that what yeah. in the heck is going on with me? Why am I broken? Why can't I just do what I actually know I'm supposed to do? Like, that's what I hear over and over and over in the work that I do. You and everybody else. That's, yes. that's the pattern because once those little eyes get there, now they have an alternate program to what you, even the captain wants. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like for example, let's say there's George. George wants to lose weight. So he says to his wife, my first step is I'm just going to cut out desserts for 30 days. That's a good start for me. And so they go to the, uh, so, so she says, yeah, that's a good idea. They go to a party the next night and wouldn't you know, there's <laughs> George's favorite cake. And it's like the, the devil pops up on the shoulder. Poof, Lou, look, our favorite cake. Let's have some. And the angel's like, no, no, we're losing weight. Remember? And then the devil's like, no, we can start on Monday. What's another couple of days? Right. And the captain, you've seen those cartoons. Oh yeah. Guys had, right. And there's a devil on one shoulder. And yep. And it's like a tennis match, like the one in the middle, this is the captain, the chooser, the, the, you know, the one who's running the ship is between these two, right? That's, that's the second eye. So remember, we have big eye on one shoulder, the, the captain eye on the other shoulder, 
And the little eye is the third eye. It's this faulty version of ourselves. You could call it the false self, the separated self. It's always wrong and it never has good advice ever. That's because it split off saying stuff that was faulty and not true. But once it, once it splits off, it's stuck there. You yeah. just can't consciously remind me why can't the conscious mind just tell that part to do what it needs to do and the part doesn't remind me of that okay i want to get back to george right so george now is he you know he ends up eating the cake and he gets home and his wife said see george i knew you didn't want to lose weight and then he's feeling crazy because he's thinking but 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 i do want to lose weight but i do want to lose weight so the truth is he did want to lose weight. That's the captain. But he had a little eye that didn't care about any of that. Didn't know any about that. That little eye had a program called see cake, eat cake. I love sweets. And that's what that part was going to do. And, and going back to teaching, we used to say, see, I was teaching in, in the seventies and we used to say to the kids, kids, you're only using 10% of your mind. <laughs> you wrote that, right, Micah? I mean, I've heard versions of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it, right. And then I used to think, dang, why are we telling them that? Why don't we find the other 90% and teach them how to do it? Right. Right. It's like, what's up with that? But this 90% actually is in the subconscious mind. So there we got to, you know, we got to give prop into that mind because it's the other 90%. But the other thing the subconscious mind is, is it's connected to the super conscious mind. Now the little eyes are just, you know, they're out and they're out and out to lunch. I haven't heard that expression. <laughs> they're out in left field picking daisies and clovers. So George says, I do want to lose weight. So the truth is at the, at the captain level, he does. So we're not, we don't tell George, no, you, you don't want to, because look, look what you did. So obviously you don't want to, but there's another explanation for that, Micah. He had a little eye who had a different program. So he had one foot on the gas of losing weight and the other foot on the gas of I'm having this cake right now. And there you see my two hands go out, just like your two hands went out when you mm -hmm. were, why does this happen? Your two hands were flying around, right? <laughs> and so we say, look, George, the truth is you do want to lose weight, but you do not have the subconscious infrastructure to be able to be successful because you've got these little eyes. Yeah. So now we're going to kind of switch in a minute to talk about how are we going to like, what are we going to do? Are we just mm -hmm. these little eyes? Of course not. My car wouldn't be here talking to you. <laughs> right. So I'll pause again to see if you have any comments or questions on what we've done. Yeah. I mean, is this where, do we want to talk about why this, the conscious mind can't make the little eye actually do what the conscious mind wants it to do? This would do? be, this would Let's be go. So the question is, well, then why doesn't George just tell him, you know, why doesn't he just tell himself to not eat the cake and then not eat it? Right. It's because once what I was saying about these little eyes, it's sort of like these sad pictures that you see of, uh, of the ice sheets up in, you know, the Arctic's falling off into the water and then they start floating away right so once those that sheet of ice falls off and starts floating away it is not going to get restored it's not going to be it can't be rehabilitated and restored to you know sticking it back on it's the same thing with the little eyes once they split and they lower down in consciousness 
right? That's what their split is. They're floating down like the iceberg, floating like the ice, whatever thing, um, floating down in consciousness. And this is the thing. The subconscious mind has no logic, no logic. You know how um, your conscious mind, one of, the, one of the hallmarks of it, in addition to having free will, it's logical, rational, things have to make sense, analytical, right? Not the subconscious mind. Otherwise, you couldn't have your creativity and your imagination because we've always said, oh, that doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, on, on Dolly's, isn't it Salvador called Dolly that has that clock that's like falling half off the table? It's like, you can't, clocks can't do that. It's like, we have no art, right? It's like, that doesn't make sense. So this is the thing. The language of the conscious mind is logic and words, blah, 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 blah. Let me explain to you why, you know, you shouldn't have that cake. But the language of the subconscious mind is emotion and pictures and symbols. So logic is never going to talk emotion into because what happens is logic starts talking. Well, you know, you, you, if you keep eating cake, then you're going to get a heart attack. And the doctor said you, you have to lose weight. And the little eye, just with one wave of the hand, it's like, yeah, I don't care about all that. That won't happen to me. Just, just dismisses it with no logic and doesn't care. So yeah. that will work. But what will work is when Einstein said, you can't solve, I'm going to paraphrase, you can't solve the problem with the same level of mind that created the problem. So we got to find a higher mind. Now, who created the problem? The conscious mind, the middle eye, not the big eye, didn't do it. Little eye didn't do it. Little eye didn't ask to be born. It got born because the conscious mind said something was wrong. And it's like, Bloop! there goes the little eye. So the conscious mind did it not meaning to probably not even remembering like our little girl in the kindergarten you know when she's 35 and she's saying to her husband you don't love me you know it's like she's got that same broken record pattern tape yeah. running and and she has no clue where that came from it's like it started when that part split off and you know in first in kindergarten and so all the blah, 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 and the word, he says, I do love you, honey. She's like, no, you don't. It doesn't feel like you do, right? And starts talking about the feelings and no logic whatsoever. So what do we do? Here comes the super conscious mind. The super conscious mind in the hierarchy I was talking about, the three eyes, super conscious mind is at, is at the top. Also, there's a higher, it, it depends on whether you have Western theology or Eastern theology. In the Western there's your spirit and then there's like God or infinite intelligence, sort of like saying, I'm a, I'm a child of God. And like, you're a chip off the old block from, a, you know, a piece of the God DNA, right? right? In the East, they're just sort of like your higher self or your spiritual being and, and God are one, but it doesn't matter. Either way, the, that, those minds are higher than the conscious mind. So then, then we're going to go into a meditation process because that drops us into the subconscious mind where those parts live. They live. Okay. In, remember, they're all stored there along with great programming and your um, inspiration sweatshirt and, you know, logo and all that stuff. And so now we're just going to go up to a higher mind. But, but because they live in the subconscious mind, we have to drop into the subconscious mind find them 
And then, then I, and the, and the coaches, we have a, you know, a lot of world-class trained coaches at the Academy of Self-Knowledge. We all do the same thing. It's called transformational meditation, where you bring out the little eye in one hand, you bring out whatever anybody's version of higher power, higher self, God, infinite intelligence, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, whatever anybody wants to call it, everybody, for the most part, has some kind of a mind that's higher than their conscious mind. If they don't, that's okay. But this technique and my work would not be a good fit for them. If they say, nah, I don't believe in that. That's a bunch of crap. It's like, I'm okay with that. But it just wouldn't be a good fit for what we're going to do because we do need a higher mind right. to be able to do that. Quick time out from the show to let you know that I am looking for the next women that I'm going to mentor on my team. This is within Team Beach Body. We get to lock arms together. I get to be your mentor, building a business, working on your health goals, and empowering others. So if you are someone who would love to get healthier, who loves prioritizing working out and eating well and sharing your story on social media and being a light and uplifting others and would love a way to make extra income, even if it's alongside a full-time career or in the cracks of motherhood, whatever it is, you can build this in a way that feels best to you. So if you want to work with me closely to grow as a person, to become a better mother, to become a better wife, to become a more empowered human being, that is literally what we do every single day. And if you follow me on social media, you already know what we do as coaches. You already know what it looks like to be a successful coach, because that's what I share just my life. And that is what I do. And I would love to help more women have an opportunity to literally transform your health, transform your mindset, transform your community of people that you're surrounded with and be able to transform your financial opportunity with this business. I can't wait to chat with you. If you want some more info about it, go to micafulsomfit.com slash transform your life, put in your email. I will be able to send you all of the nitty gritty deets. And if you want to chat one-on-one with me, I am an open book. Ask me all the questions. Tell me your fears. Tell me your reservations. Ask me if you'd be a good fit. I will be honest with you. I can promise you that. So shoot me a message at Micah Folsom fit and we can chat there. I cannot wait to work with you. Is this like something? So if for the listeners that are like, okay, well, this is cool. I'm learning what's actually going on. So then what do I do with it? Like, I still have the subconscious broken off little eyes that are running the show that keep dictating everything that I'm doing in life. How do I quote unquote reprogram, write new stories? Like how do we, how do they work through this? Yes. So I wish that it was easy and they could just work through it on their own. But it's not that the process is very easy, but it needs to be facilitated. If it didn't okay. need to be facilitated by someone like me or a facilitator at first, then we could just like have this all over the world. I could write the book and say, you know, in true, you know what? In in like early 2000s, I did write a book and I explained everything that I just told you, Micah. And I had a little CD and I guided him through this process of like, put the part in this hand and bring out your higher power. And it's like, but I had no, I had no control over how they do and is it working? And, and so we facilitate yeah. people one-on-one to make sure that it's coming along 
support them, give them help. And when we do that, everything's done one-on-one. It's like, I know that people want to have stuff. It's like, let's talk to 5,000 people at the same time. It's like, yeah, there are things that do that. Tony Robbins was like, everybody can walk on fire. But this kind of stuff, it's got to be done one-on-one. And I don't care. I'm going to do it one-on-one because we get 100% results when we do it this way because we're here guiding them along. Yeah. Yeah. And it's overseen by the higher power. So of course it's going to work. When the higher power speaks, that little eye is like, okay, oh, why didn't you say so? You know, it's <laughs> almost like the rescue ship comes by and the little part can hop on and, and, and go back, you know, go back to the wholeness. It's like the ice can get put back because of divine intervention. Okay. So this is, this is powerful. So this is done through transformation meditation. That's how you do it. That's how we do it. Is, is this something that we could experience on the show? We could experience a portion of it. So we can we do that? We'll get a little eye and, 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 and try to facilitate it, but I'll tell you what we will do. We'll, we'll, we'll have an introduction from the, which is I number two to I number one. So the captain just, I call it connection meditation. So we're not saying, oh, that, you know, I feel there's a part of me that feels not loved. That's transformational meditation that I call TFM. Mm-hmm. It has to be TFM because TM is transcendental meditation. Trademark also. <laughs> so what this is going to be is like, let's just have an introduction and a connection between your conscious mind, your captain, and whatever your version see what's so great is there's no right or wrong what whatever you want to call it right and you're getting the audience is going to imagine a picture of of both of them so remember i said the subconscious mind works in symbols and pictures so we're going into the subconscious mind but when we get there here comes the super conscious mind and the captain to have a little conversation. So it's basically like the captain. So they both come out in picture form. Let's say like, let's say the, um, whatever the high, I'm just going to call it a higher power, which is connected with the super conscious for all intents and purposes. Like they are the same. So the higher power comes up and say, it looks like Casper, the friendly ghost. And then the captain comes out and it looks like, um, it looks like a computer. It doesn't even have to look like a person. It's just whatever. You know, and we don't say, oh, no, that's wrong. It should look like a, you know, somebody with a captain's hat on. But however the, pe- the pictures look, we don't care. And so the captain comes out looking like a computer. And so the captain is like, the computer. So I say, is the computer aware of the higher power in the other hand? It's like, come on, wake up. It's like, is it? And, and sometimes it's like, no. It's like, well, have it become aware. It's like, oh, and so, so then the, the idea of it is that the conscious mind is like, hello, and this, in the, and the other, the higher mind is like, or the super conscious or higher conscious, hello. And then what we're going to do today is simply do a connect and to, to, to put them both together, right. the hands are going to go together. My hands, when we start, my, my palms are out facing the roof as if I was going to put an apple in one hand and an orange in the other hand. And the purpose is just to have awareness to connect because that's the resource that we use in transformational meditation. And I want people to have one, and a lot of people are already connected and they know how to do this, right? So people range from, wow, this is new. 
um, to, yeah, I am connected with my higher and all of that's good. So we, we just see what happens and everybody has the, all their different, you know, responses to that. Um, before we do that, I'm going to do a, a, another meditation okay. to fire up everybody's imagination. So it'll be easier to do the spiritual one. And it simply has to do with okay. the power of the imagination, because how are we going to access your super conscious mind? Because it's invisible. So how do we access the invisible through the operating system of our imagination? That's why. Yes, go ahead. And well, you say Albert Einstein talks about how the imagination is actually far more important than knowledge. So yeah. touch on that for a sec. Yes. And it's like, well, so why would we say imagination is more important than knowledge? It's because this higher, this higher realm was the source of the knowledge that the captain's like, oh, I know two and two is four, but where did that come from? It came from the higher consciousness. It's like the goose that laid the golden egg. The golden egg yeah. is, Ooh, I know math now, but who's the goose? right? And the only way to access it is through the imagination, which is why he said that. So the rest of our time together is, well, then I guess we better get into the imagination and, and see how that works. So here we go. Okay. Let's dig okay. in. Okay. I'm going to guide everybody and you, nobody needs to know anything. Just listen. And here we go. So everybody's just going to take a breath and let the eyes close and let the focus go inside because here comes the world of the inner the inner vision the inner feeling the inner hearing which aren't the five senses these are the inner six seven and eight cents right there inner 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 and so one of the easiest ways to drop into the subconscious mind is to slow down the rhythm of your breath because that sets up a physical chain reaction where the respiration slows down and then the heart rate slows down and then the brain waves slow down to the subconscious dimension that we call the alpha level of consciousness where you can access and fire up your imagination. So if you would, everybody, just imagine a lemon. You're going to find yourself a lemon, whether it's maybe on the table with some fruit. Maybe it's in the fridge. Maybe you're out in the field. There's a lemon tree. Everybody just grab a lemon. And then you're back in your kitchen with your lemon. I'll just give you a moment. And now we're going to cut that lemon. And notice when you're, you know, feeling the lemon when you have it just before you get, you're going to need a cutting board. So imagine a cutting board, whatever, you know, a butcher block or a white plastic, some kind of cutting board. And then you're going to need a knife. There's a steak knife or a paring knife, some kind of knife. But notice and feel the lemon, you know, as, as you're just about to cut it, you're going to cut it the usual way, you know, not the fun, not, not long ways, but fat ways. And, and you're going to, in a minute, I'm going to have you make a, a wedge, like you would put an iced tea, but notice if that, if it's the lemon seem cold or warm, 
and is it bumpy or is it smooth as you're getting ready to cut it and then cut it hard cut it so so it actually makes a noise on the on the you can you can if you're cutting a wedge cutting a wedge and you can hear it getting cut then you got your wedge like like iced tea and if it wasn't a juicy lemon, now it is. Now you're imagining it's a juicy lemon. And then you're gonna bite it. So pick it up in your fingers. You got that wedge of lemon and, and it could be a bitter lemon. A lot of them are. And you bite down on it. You can feel the juice. It's going in your cheeks. And just notice what happens as you're biting into that lemon, a lot of times people are making faces and all salivating and all that kind of stuff. And that, and just everybody keep your eyes closed. And that is a journey into the subconscious mind and how to utilize the, the imagination. So if you would now, as we move into this other exercise, just put your two hands out. Everybody's eyes are closed. The hands are out. And now we're moving into the connection meditation because now we're good at making up pictures. And so in one hand, imagine a picture that would symbolize for you, your higher power, your higher self, any consciousness that you see as higher than yourself, God, the universe, soul, spirit. I want to give you, and just make it, it doesn't matter how it looks. Every picture is fine. We don't care what it looks like because it, it probably doesn't look like that anyway, so who cares? I'll give you a second to do that. And then in the other hand, imagine a picture of you, like Micah, and Susan, and Ashley, and Joe. Everybody's got a picture that represents their conscious mind, or you could even say you. Give you a second to get that. The captain of the ship looking, you know, gonna about to connect with the higher intelligence, higher power. Now, question for the captain. Captain, are you aware that there's some kind of a higher power in the other hand? And if not, then just become aware. It's like well, look over there. Hey, wake up. Look over there. So everybody becomes aware. It's like, oh, wow. There is a higher power over there. And so it's like, hello. Ahoy there. Hello. Hello. Everybody's saying hello. And now the captain is saying, anything you want me to know? Got any message for me? That's all we're going to do right now to make that connection. Anything you want me to know? And then you let the hands come together. To connect now the, yep the hands come together the fingers are grasping and just be still and listen for 60 seconds i'm setting my timer
We got some little chimes going off. So go ahead and take that energy or images, whatever you have in your two hands, take it back inside your body, back in your heart or your throat, your head, wherever you can't walk around with, with that on your two hands all day long. So you take that back inside and now that just goes back into the recesses of your subconscious mind. And that's the first step to transformation is having a connection with some kind of higher power because that is the aspect that's going to help you make, you know, transform those little eyes. Question or comment. <laughs> I love it. That was, I don't know, that was just like, peaceful. And I just, I love that imagery because I think so many people understand that there is a higher power and that there, and we need to be connected. But I think so often we let our conscious mind, we let the conscious separate us and disconnect us. And so I think that's, this is really powerful because even just this first step in this work, you're connecting your best version of yourself, your highest self, your highest. And if we all operated in that space, we would be completely, I mean, we would lead completely different lives, I think. Yes, we would, Micah. And so that's that really the super conscious mind, the subconscious mind yeah. is the vehicle to take us to the higher levels. So we don't, this, you know, we need this. Sub, sub, it, it's the, it's a conduit. It's the spiritual umbilical cord going to, you know, with a higher level. It's the only problem yeah. with it is it's got a bunch of crap stored in there that make the, the connection harder or distorted, right? And it harder to hear when you got a bunch of little eyes in your spiritual pipes. <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you, um, the work that you do, you, you call it spiritual rehab, right? Yes. So how do you like, how does someone know when this is something that's necessary in their life or that would help them? I work with a lot of high achievers and they've achieved a lot, right? But there's always something. Here's the, here's my tab, the tagline. We all need to rehab something, right? (laughs) I believe it rehabbing houses is really popular right rehabilitation is like you restore it to its former glory right so people need to rehab uh their emotions they need to rehab their past they need to rehab their health or their their relationships their finances there's always something to rehab so if if there's some level either a new level it's like you know what this is great i've made my million but i want five million or you know any variations of that people are are saying, you know, I have this, this anger toward my husband. It's like, whatever somebody needs to rehab, we're going to rehab. However, it's a 28 day program. That's why I said, we can't just do one little TFM here because I don't want, this is what I don't want to have happen. I don't want people to try it without a facilitator and go, oh, that didn't work. It's like, well, yeah, it didn't work because you did it. (laughs) It, Right, right. Somebody ever asked me on a, in an interview, it's like, Libby, what is the number one reason people don't work with you? And my answer was, because they think they can do it on their own. It's like, well, how's that going, right? So the rehab yeah. program comes from when my, my ex-husband had played in the NBA for five years, but in the 70s, and when he got done playing, he actually got cut by the Atlanta Hawks. 
And so he wasn't, didn't have the resources and skills to like make the transition back into the real world. And so he did drugs for like the next 20 years, mm. but he ended up in a 28 day drug rehab program. Everybody knows drug rehab, They're like rehab. Oh, that must be drugs. Although now it's like, maybe it's houses, right? But now I'm saying, no, it's your past and your emotions and whatever you need to rehab. And so he was in this program the first time he ever went to, to rehab and the director comes up to me and says, oh, your husband is doing so well. He's the president of the rehab group. And I'm like, well, good for him. Cause while he's having his rehab, I'm out here rehabbing the, the havoc he wreaked, taking care of the kids, paying the bills. And I'm exhausted. And frankly, I was pretty pissed about the whole thing. Right. And you know what I said to myself, Mike, I'm like, where's my damn rehab? It results in the question, why should somebody have to be a drug or a drug addict or an alcoholic to get a good 28 day program? Where's for everybody else that everybody's got, we all need to rehab something, right? Well, where is that? So in 2001, he actually came to me and he said, would you use your transformational meditation and help me put together this, this rehab for drugs and alcohol? And I said, I would. And so we did that for two years. But after two years, I'm like, look, you're going, you've got it. We're getting good results now. I'm going to India for three weeks. I'm going to rewrite this program for people that do not have drugs or alcohol issues. And no, you know, nobody needs to be in a facility because we're just doing it on Zoom all over the world. And right. people have a whole 28 days to rehab everything they need to. Now they don't have to do that. I never put anybody into that, into that program, you know, right away because it's like, how are you going to sign up for, you know, 28 days of something you don't even know you're going to like day one right so there's a like a little preliminary yeah. two hours it's like just dip your toe in the transformational waters and then we do transformational meditation but it's one-on-one -on -one facilitated to make sure they get their results and if anybody's not happy then have your money back i don't think people should take money from people you know when somebody cool. gets the result they wanted so that's that that's a long answer to whatever you asked me rehab, I guess it was. No, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Just the whole spiritual rehab stuff. I love that, but it really is true. I feel like, and I think we're getting better at communicating. I think we're getting better at opening up and talking about everything, yes. the past, our stories, the mental health, like the stuff that everyone is dealing with in some capacity. It was like brushed under the rug and hidden. And so don't talk about that stuff forever. And I feel like finally people are like, no, 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 no. Let's bring that to the table. Like, let's, let's do the therapy. Let's do the work. Let's do the actual stuff. That's going to help you feel whole again, because I think so many people just go through life, not understanding what's actually going on, not understanding how these subconscious stories and all of this stuff from their past is literally dictating everything in their life, but they don't know that there's actually work that you can do to get through it and like to learn and to understand yourself and to do the spiritual rehab. Like this is really, really cool. And Micah, how would they know? I can tell you, we didn't teach them exactly. That, right. That's why the academy oh, says, yes. we didn't teach you in school. The subject is you. I know. And that's the work that I wish they did. <laughs> they did do like, there's so much as I've dug into just the personal growth and mindset and all of that stuff that is never mentioned ever, 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 ever in school. I'm like, holy moly, this is the stuff that transforms your life. Like, why is this not being taught young? Like, yeah. and I, 
Oh my gosh. But don't even get me started with all this. So, I mean, we got to kind of wrap it up and I could talk to you forever. I love this. This stuff is so interesting to me. Where can our listeners, if they're like, wait, I need some more of this. Where can I learn more? How could I work with her? Where can they find you? They can go to Academy of Self Knowledge. Okay, that's the best place. Academyofselfknowledge.com. .com. And on the homepage, there is a little rectangle that says, put in your email address and your name, and they will get a free 45-minute long version explaining the three minds and like with with pictures and all kinds of stuff. Awesome. Version of the three eyes and the, you know, in more depth than what I was able to talk about today. So they can get that and they can, they can watch okay. that. When people watch that. Then if they, if that's something they're interested in at the end, it says, if you want to have a, you know, a 15 minute session to see where you're at, see what you might want to rehab, then they can have that for free. And then it just goes from there. Right. But it's all guided by what they cool. want. Like, what do you want? What's, what do you think's good for yeah. you? Right. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you need. Awesome. And are you on social? Can they find you on social anywhere? I am. I'm on Instagram, Dr. Libby Adams at Dr. Libby Adams. I'm on Facebook, Libby Adams, but also the International Academy of Self-Knowledge is on there as well. Okay. Awesome. You guys, this is so good. If you found value in this, make sure you tag us on Instagram in your stories Share your favorite 15 second nugget tag Libby at Dr. Libby Adams tag me at Micah Folsom fit. This is the stuff that you don't know until you know. And so I just love that you came on and just brought awareness to all of this because I can guarantee that there are so many listening going, Oh my heavens, I'm not broken. I am not the only one who wants something, but then can't figure out why the heck I can't follow through or why I can't actually do what I want to do. Like this is the biggest frustration in weight loss, in entrepreneurship, in so many things where you're like, I want this, but I'm not doing the things that I know it takes. This is why I like, this is powerful. Yes. Thank you. I love it. So you guys. Dig into this stuff. This is the work that is so worth your time. We all have the stories. We all have the stuff going on in our subconscious that is just hanging out there. I promise you, as you, as, as you really dive into this powerful work, 
you will be able to unpack and understand and move through so many things in your life. So if you feel like this resonated and you're like, okay, this is a step that I really need to go deep on, get in touch with Libby. Like she obviously does this work with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And she has so much success with it. So get access to her. Was it a webinar that you said they get for free? Yeah, the webinar. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Get access to that. Learn more about it. Figure out if this is something that you do want to work with her on, but I am so excited for just people to just understand this more because that alone will help them feel like, Oh my gosh, it's not just me. I'm not actually broken because none of you are, I can promise you that. But until you understand this stuff, you can feel that way. So just thank you so much for coming on and sharing this knowledge with us and helping us understand this better. You're welcome. And thank you, Micah. <laughs> of my course. And my idea of a good time. <laughs> good. I loved hanging out with you too. <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll wrap it up, but make sure you share it on your stories. Reach out to Libby if you need more guided help on this path. And we will see you back here next week. Bye, you guys. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.